Oh my god, where's the phone? <laughs> oh my Oh my god. Oh, are we recording already? Well, folks. Claire forgot the phone. But I also forgot the phone too. We haven't been here in a minute. It's been it's been a minute. It's been father how you doing oh i'm doing well so what story are we doing today a new book okay call back later you guys this week we're gonna be talking about the book of hosea welcome to another episode of bible stories with me brianda brianda and joining me another week, another dollar, La Clara NYC. La Croqueta. La Croqueta, <laughs> the Spanish croquette. How are you, babe? How are you? It's been a minute. Well, you know, I am uh, here post-COVID. Uh, you post, made it. I did make it. It was brutal. I got it two years late, just like everything <laughs> else. Everything else I've gotten in my life just late <laughs> um but i feel better i feel way better i'm ready to rock and roll i'm still kind of like meh, meh. like breathing is still weird but we're here that's gonna last a minute i had covid back in december and after a few days i was fine but the breathing stayed there for a good couple of three weeks like, it's just it. weird i hate it I it's like Oh, it's a little bit of virus inside of you and your body is fighting to stay alive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, oh, it's the worst, but I'm I'm happy to like be on the upswing. Um, I also moved into a new apartment. How is that going? Uh, how do I say this? Uh, oh, God. Do you know the movie Misery? <laughs> no, but the name takes it all. Yeah, that's <laughs> me. I'm living in that movie. <laughs> Only the movie never ends. It's just a wake up misery, sleep misery, shower misery. Like the, uh, the that movie, the Alamar Mota, the Groundhog Day. Dia de la que? Oh, yes, yes, Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, uh, yesterday I found a cockroach on my electric toothbrush. Oh, hell no. Yeah, that's the, that's the humbling season I'm in, guys. Uh, and I left like my, first solo apartment in new york and i loved it so much it was such a cute little spot and i kept it clean and it was like my little thing my little haven and i distinctly remember saying on this podcast i don't want to make any more lateral moves you did say well this was not lateral it was literally a lower level <laughs> <laughs> like it in all the ways it was parallel down yes exactly so i'm not doing that great but i'm hopeful i'm positive i have a roof over my head mm -hmm. it's warm i have my cat <gasps> you know cats eat roaches well kill them Oh, don't say that yeah like you have a good guard like you can yeah she, but you know, no but, but they she, have right? Yeah. A shield, a sheep. What did you just say? She, she's a sheep. Yeah. Collie. No, but I don't want her to eat that 
cockroach my they babies. kill them they're predators like i just saw a video on tiktok the other day a cat was like bringing oh clara's on tiktok everybody oh. <laughs> go find her on tiktok uh what is it it's just my nail page though but it's okay. underscore nailed by cc okay good go follow her <laughs> nailed by cc and also follow us at bible brianda thank you very much yeah. um but yeah i saw a video it was a cat that was so proudly delivering a cockroach to her to her to um, the owner to the owner like the owner was in bed and, he, and the guy went there like look what i brought anyways so that's I'm, I'm like praying for answers i'm praying for i don't know uh, uh praying for more gratitude when I, where i can't find it you know i've mm. been i'm in that season of life where i have to like pull myself to pray Right. And it blows. Oh, my brothers and sisters know what what that season is, and it's not a it's a dark one. But I've been in this I've been in this little bubble for a couple weeks now. The patron the patrons know this. Uh, mm -hmm. I can't can't like, ugh, it's like a cloud. And the times where you're supposed to pray the most are where you're praying the least. It's like that kind of bubble in time. I can't wait to get out of it. I don't know what it'll. Well, no, it will take doing it. I just yeah. Well, I just answered myself like I always do when I sit on this couch. Man, I missed this couch. <laughs> I missed this couch. Maybe that's what I was missing. Maybe. La, la iluminación divino. Yeah, 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 I think so. I don't know. But anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this week's story. I'm excited that you're back because the listeners don't know that, but we were prepared for your move. So we recorded back to back a few episodes, like the last three episodes, basically. So I haven't seen you in a month almost. I miss my girl. Like, Come on. And I was sick. So it's like, oh, yeah. it's been, it feels like forever, but we're back and we missed an epa. We missed a week. I know. I never want to do that again. Sorry, guys. COVID did it. I hate it. I hate that that happened. And it's like, what can we do? We were brainstorming having Clara sit on the couch and tell a story. And it's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> You know, we can't do that. So it's like, unlike other shows where they can continue on with other people or I can't. What am I going to teach you? Like, I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. So like, no, if I'm sick and I'm, I am the show, so I you can't, are. you know what I'm saying? So mm. hopefully, but hopefully though, we'll, we'll have a different, we'll have other protocols where we'll like batch more. And if mm -hmm. we are sick, we'll have something to pull out. And I don't want to have to miss another week. That was the first week we missed in over a year. And I don't like it. You know I what know. I mean? Yeah. It makes me feel really like it doesn't, I don't like it. I know that you are literally like, can I just put a condom on the mic and wear a mask and just come and record? come in? <laughs> but then it's like, uh, I'm not the only person that records yeah. here, you know? <laughs> So, but you're a road dog because Clara was like, well, okay. So that shows your commitment yeah. to, even uh, I was waiting to come to your house. Like, I know. Can you put a lash or something or just like shoot you from, I know. from the la sala, from the, I know. the living room, the living room. You're a sweetie pie. I love you so much. Well, I'm happy we're back. I missed you. It also kind of just reminds you like, darn it. I really like this. I like doing this. You missed that part of your life. Yeah. Like I love telling stories. Mm -hmm. I was with my um, my like friends who were like, "Oh, are you still acting? Are you still doing that thing?" And I was like, "I hate it when people ask that question." <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> yeah, sort of. I mean, I get to do it every week. I like I like telling stories, even as an actor. 
half the time I don't even like the acting part of it because it's so like vain and stuff and it feeds my ego and blah, I don't like that aspect of it. But the part that I love and the part that the only thing that I'm in it for is because I get to tell stories in another way through behavior. Right. I don't think it's vain though. Uh, the acting, it, it's acting business, right? The acting business is um, but you're like a little more superficial than I naturally, ah, I'm a little superficial, ah, I take it back. No, but say like the, the, the acting, I say more like you're giving a life to a character. So how is that about you? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, again, it's like the business of it is very self-indulgent. Oh, okay. I'm the, saying like the, like it's show business. Okay. So like the things that you have to do require a yeah. lot of self-promotion, require a lot of, uh, I mean, especially when you're at the bottom, you gotta. You're the product. Kiss so you have some to ass sell sometimes. yourself as you're the best and that is right right like how am i gonna fake feeling like i i don't know it's it's a whole thing i'm working through and kind of figuring out like am i am i cut out for this like or am i not you know what i mean like maybe i don't know but maybe this is also like the depression talking and it may not be me i may feel differently in a month so i don't yeah. want to say something and be beholden to it because when you talk on a mic it's crystallized forever and i don't want to hold myself to that the only thing that I know that's true and that is eternally true is that I love telling stories. Mm -hmm. And that you're good at it. Yeah. You are good at telling stories. Like, that's a natural talent that you have. Well, I know what's bad and I know I'm not that. <laughs> so, like, for me, that's my, like, metric okay, of... Okay, that's your way of telling yourself you're good at something because yeah. you have to, like, downgrade it three grades for you to be acceptable for... No, no, brain, I fine. know. It's... But I know. You are good. Like, Mama, you may be bad at other things but this is you're good at this like not everyone Fosho. is good at everything you know like i'm not good at storytelling but i'm good at other things do you know what i mean you're good at storytelling you may not be good at other things that i may be good at you know like everyone has their thing mm -hmm. and you have to take pride for the one thing like not the one thing but the, the few things that we are good at we have to take pride on that i because don't so i don't like taking pride in it i know it sucks i don't why do, what is it it doesn't come easy first of all it doesn't come easy to me and if I do that, anytime I feel like I start compare, when I'm in the pride space, I'm also in the comparing space. I don't like it. Whereas, whereas if I, if I'm, if what, what, what allows me to be like, yeah, I am good. Yeah, I am good. Is more like, oh snap, hold up. God gave me this gift. <laughs> he gave this gift to me okay. and I'm so grateful. So okay. that for me helps me be like, okay, I am. That's a way. Another way is instead of comparing yourself to other people, how they're doing is comparing yourself to a year ago or how were you when you started, you know, s s telling stories. Hmm. And that is like, oh, like, yes, I'm, I'm, you know, like I'm doing great. Or even like comparing yourself to others doesn't always have to be negative. Like as long as you understand that there's always going to be someone better than you and always going to be someone worse than you. Like, of course, comparing yourself to the average is what tells you whether you're above average or under. Oh, we're not know, doing like, that over here. We're not comparing ourselves to mediocrity. We <laughs> comparing ourselves to the big dogs always and forever. <laughs> That's what we would do. And that's why and that's we hate our lives. <laughs> you know what? 
you said compare myself to last year. Well, last year I didn't have cockroaches on my electric toothbrush. Hey now, hey now. You're so on that aspect of your life, over. you have to improve because you were doing better last year. But on storytelling, uh, oh. you're better today than you were in episode five. You know what? You know what? I pray for new, new, new things. New beginnings. New, new beginnings. <laughs> new, new illuminations. Lord, please cover us all. Just ask the Lord, like, scratch it. And if anyone's going, listen, we may not be alone. You're not alone. If you're listening to this and you may be in a window of time where you're like, what is this? I don't like it. Um, uh, yeah. Just know that uh, it's tough. You're not alone. Yeah. I think I feel like I'm getting out of my window like that. I've been in that window for a couple of years now. So put your seatbelt on because it may last for a minute. But yeah, I feel like I'm finally getting out of it. But there, there was a lot of factors in my end, you know. But yeah, wow. Still here. <laughs> I'm still in the thick of it. Um, but I mean, whatever. We get this. We get this. At least we get this. You know, we have this. I, I have this. I have this. And I'm so grateful. Oh my gosh, Clara. I made a Hinge account. Is this a dating app? Yeah, the dating app, Hinge. I made a Hinge account. Wait, hold on. Is it a Christian dating app? No, it's just the regular people's. <laughs> the regular, the normies. Those, the paganos, no? The, yeah, the, the pagans. The, the pagans. pagans. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that you can like, you can set, I, I have my... um. You can set filters? Filters or? settings oh, okay. for Christians. <clears throat> and I also add some Muslims in there. <clears throat> <clears throat> Just to scroll through. Just tagged a TikTok. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> um uh i mean okay, i'm i'm not kidding about that but i so i set it up and you know i've been delirious i've been sick i've been like you know and have you been like did you make any match or like well listen hold on so another great thing about this terrible apartment i'm in is that the wi-fi is terrible yeah I, it's so shoddy ter- it, it, the list goes on i, I, I it's almost oh. like whoa what's what's happening Shit. Um, I think it's because we've had so many episodes backed up. You've not been calling. Exactly. And he's like, the Lord's it. like, listen, girl, you're going to let you have it. All right. <laughs> you're in the wilderness now. <laughs> so I, uh, and then for whatever, oh, and I, sometimes I put my phone on airplane mode when it's charging just so it can charge faster. And I don't have one of those fancy like rapid charges, charger, charging chargers. And I look at the hinge and I'm like, oh my gosh. It's been an hour and I haven't had one match. Oh my Why is God. your brain like that? <gasps> no one wants me. I'm so ugly. Oh my God, I'm on airplane mode. Oh wow. I had like 600 matches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not 600, but definitely over yeah, 100. Like, yeah. I had over 100 matches and I went, oh my God, thank God I'm not ugly. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I'm unsuccessful, but at least <laughs> I'm cute. I'm cute. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Uh, That's, cool. That's a good ego booster, you know. Uh, it was I fun. mean, then you have to go through them, and you know. I haven't answered not one thing yet. That's how, like, Randa. This is not how these things work, though. I know. I have to. Right? I gotta do okay. it. I, I, I have to do it. The first step was coming to him. What's your bio? What's your like description on the bio? I'll tell you right now. Can we put it on? On the screen? Yeah. Okay, hold on. 
Um, oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah. I'm embarrassed. Embarrassed. Oh my god, I have to answer these men's. <laughs> Just <laughs> tell everyone to fo- to to sign the Patreon. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so my bio is. Oh, there is no bio, but I have the like you know the questions that you get to answer. Okay. Um, well, I mean, I'm a Tinder girl. I used to use Tinder when I was single. That's how I met my boyfriend. Oh yeah. And yeah. And over two years ago, so it's like a formal relationship now. But um, that's the only dating app that I've ever used. So, and Tinder is super basic. Like, it only asks um, name, uh, age. Uh, you have like a bio, like on Instagram, that you can put like a line or two to like whatever. What was yours? <laughs> I mean, I wasn't looking for anything serious. Okay. So, I think <laughs> my bio was something like. Um, uh, what was it? something like you have to be funny something like, it's not the exact words it was like a, a cool sentence but I can't remember the exact words but it's something like you have to be funny and if you're not you're paying for the drinks until you become funny something like that oh okay so whore no I'm kidding that was a joke oh my god that was a whore that was a joke that was a bad joke and the only reason why I said it is because we talk about whores today okay because I thought about whores I thought about whores okay. <laughs> but yeah um that was but, oh my God, but I really was like, kidding. I really was kidding. I see your I face. Mean, the, the purpose of it was kind of. <laughs> I was looking for one night stands. So you want to call it a whore? I don't know what you want to call it, but you know, I'm not, I don't like this word, but. Um, oh, that's right. You don't like whore too. Yeah, I no, like I saw that. your face. You went. fuck fuck when i when i get to this week's story you'll know why i said whore Uh, (laughs) it's their whore the word whore is all over this book okay so you're gonna actually hate this book probably no but that's different because you're telling a story about someone that back in those days you know that's like it's different i just don't like when people nowadays call women that have like some sexual freedom a whore just because it makes some part of the society uncomfortable or wait how do you feel about women reclaiming the word whore to mean something i don't believe in that i don't believe in that a word has a meaning and you can try to reclaim whatever but you're reclaiming all these women that are reclaiming these um um uh, meaning of the word you're not going to call your mom a whore that's for a reason because never a word means what it means yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're trying to reclaim the meaning, then why don't you call your mom a whore? Because it has a meaning. And if you do, why are you okay with that? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why, like, to me, it's not okay. And I don't believe in calling any woman a whore. Like, just because someone Wait, is... Wait, but what if they are? Like, what, what's the but, definition but of thing. whore? What's a whore, anyway? A whore is a prostitute. Like, by definition, it's yeah. a prostitute. That means someone, like, uh, a person that exchanges sex in exchange for money money or like um possessions right so anyone that is not charging a fee is not a whore i don't care how many people you slept with i don't care how many people you slept with at the time so we can call prostitutes hoes whores yeah that's like whore is a synonym of prostitute okay that's why i'm not okay with it like just because it makes you uncomfortable that I'm sleeping with more people than you are, or it makes a man uncomfortable that a woman is sleeping with other dudes where, you know, like, I don't agree. Like, why are you disrespecting me? So or what why is you slut? Like, what is slut? Um, I don't, that's a good one. 
Let's yeah. What does slut mean? Because are they con- are they confusing whore with slut? Maybe. I don't know. And that's the thing. Like <clears throat> people use whore very um, loosely. See, slut. It's different. It's just still offensive that the dictionary defines it as a woman and not a person. But it says a woman who has many casual sexual partners. However, why is it Mm. a woman and like a man that has... Call him out. Who was it? It Was it Webster's Dictionary? (laughs) Call him out. Oxford. Uh, Canceled. That's what I'm saying. Oxford, you canceled. That's what I'm saying. But it's like... What is a man that has many casual sexual partners then? A slut. That's what I'm saying. But the definition says only a woman. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's where I'm like, ugh. But that's different. A slut is different. But the whore is literally prostitute. You know what argument I hate? Mm. When people are like, or not people, when, actually, yeah, when people, when people (laughs) say, oh, but men, it's uncontrollable for men. That's Men, it's so, it's just so much harder for men to control. They're meant to breed. They're breeders. And I think that's so reductive to men. And that's not true. That's not true. Yeah. That's reductive to men. It's BS. Sorry. Like biologically, trust me, they they can still breathe if they don't. Yeah. Like, and also, I have a theory about sex and it's that the more you have it, the more you want it. The less you have it, at some point you stop wanting it or needing it or like because when i was single i remember there would be times where estaba la cosa más movida you know like mm-hmm. th- there were more like people like i was i don't know in touch with more people where i was like sleeping with more people yeah and then times que había sequía that no one dry seasons dry seasons you know that nothing and i remember if i could go for like if i would go for like a month or two without like making out or just having any sort of sexual relationship with anyone i would stop needing it do you know what i mean but then if i met someone and then i hooked up with them or whatever after two weeks i want you know like i was of more course. like leaning towards like having sexual relationships with yeah them. so i think that's the that's my theory basically that yeah you, like you, the it, less you have it the less you need it also i know that with these topics you're super passionate about them or not oh, when you have the, when i see you your like energy rise the yeah. way you have a fire for that topic like i talk about christ yeah like 100 anytime yeah. you talk about that i'm like 100 interesting like i would love to hear your take on like horrible decisions that would be super controversial it would be very controversial i think it would get yeah it would get us canceled or yeah definitely not them but no <laughs> probably get us canceled. you can't get me canceled who's gonna cancel god who <laughs> tell me okay get, get, go me me canceled you're, you're, no, you'll you. still have a seat at the table here. <laughs> you're still, you're still so on the hinge. Oh yeah. Um, on the hinge, I have three written prompts. Prompt number one: This is my year four travel, and I put a little chili pepper next to it. No idea what that means. Year four travel. This is my year four, and then you have to fill in the blank. Oh. Oh, you've never done hinge before. You've no. never had. So the prompts, writing prompts, they prompt you with something. Okay. Like as seen on my mom's fridge. This is my best friend. Okay. The, like, or you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> I chose this is my year four, typical Sunday, 
and my greatest strength. Okay, so now if I were a dude that was interested in you, I would have to respond, like fill in the gap in one of your sentences. Is that how it works? No, no, no. I mean, you could like my response or you can like my photos. Okay. Got you, it. Could, you can like them. You could send a rose now. By the way, I just got back on Hinge. I haven't been on Hinge in so long. They added so many features. You now have voice, a voice feature. To hear the other person's voice? Yeah. <gasps> like, let's see Dude. if there's one. Wait, let's see if have, one pops up. I have a story on this. I don't know if I want to say it on mic, though. <laughs> oh, my God. Please do. Wait, hold on. Let me. Uh, okay. I don't oh, want us to get canceled. but <laughs> No, I, we're not going to get canceled. Who's going to cancel us? Stop it. Okay, wait. Oh, the very first one has a voice thing. Okay, let's okay. hear it. Okay. This prompt is weirdest gift I have given or received. Oh, boy. Oh, this one's easy. I received a barrel man. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Yes, I still have it. What's a barrel man? A barrel man or barrel man is a souvenir doll or statuette popular in the philippines oh why is that weird though? why like, is that weird oh it is weird let me show you a picture <laughs> well, i mean not weird but okay show the people what a barrel man is <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> okay i now get why it's uh, uh well yeah. the view, put that on youtube for the people <laughs> yeah Understood. Uh, any uh, Peruvians, Filipino people, not Peruvians, want to tell us what that means? Thank you. Leave them in the comments. <laughs> um, anywho, that's enough of these hinge peoples. But that's what I've been doing because I am telling you, as God is my witness, I am, I'm finding someone. I may not. Now that I'm doing it, I may not. But I want someone to play with. I want someone to do stuff with. Oh, not play. Uh, okay. Yeah. That Clara. didn't come out right. You have been without interacting with men in an intimate level for a long time. You're going to need some practice because you don't, the moment you meet the person that is meant to be for you, you don't want to fuck it up. Oh my God. You don't want to so hurt that pressure. person. You don't want to, you know, al contrario, you have all this hinge to practice. <laughs> I don't think you never I'm, know. I mean, I met my, Hopefully, husband one day, but like yes, husband, my, yeah, my future to husband. me to me my definite yes. on Tinder. So, well, listen, I don't know. Well, pray for me, guys. I hope that my guy. I know he's gonna be from like not this either not this country, definitely not New York City, maybe the the South or another country. Who knows? Well, stay tuned, guys. Uh, as long as he's Christian, Mama. As long as he believes in God and as long as he <laughs> believes in Christ. No, 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 no. Because, I mean, Christian for me is the belief in God, which okay. is that, okay, okay. which is Christ. I mean, but I laugh because Muslims believe in a God, too. You know? Hey, man, they they believe that Jesus was real. They don't believe Jesus was God, but maybe I can change him. No, I'm kidding. I would never do that. Yes. I would never want to do that. I know, that's jokes. Um... Anyway, let's hear about this whore that you got to tell us about. <laughs> Let me tell I'm you guys about the now. horse. The whoredom. <laughs> no, seriously, in this book, the book of Hosea. A Hosea? <laughs> Hosea. Hose, hose be hoeing. No, the book, sorry, blaspheme. Oh, Lord. 
Oh boy, we got a ways to go on me, I tell you that. Okay. Let's get into this week's story properly. Okay, so we are going to hop back into another prophetic book, the book of Hosea. And this is one of the minor prophets. You know, it's a quick read, 14 chapters, that continues the gradual fall of the northern kingdom of Israel. We've been here for weeks, guys, okay? It's all intentional. In this book, Hosea tells us that the Assyrian uh, nation is going to take over Israel. We already know it. We've already seen it happening in 2 Kings, 1 Kings, and Chronicles, and in other prophetic books. We know it's going to happen. He also ends the book of Hosea on hope that the kingdom of Israel will be restored, okay? Just like other prophetic books. That's going to sound a little bit the same. The highs, the lows, you get it. We get to see all of the Lord's different tones within the book of Hosea. Capiche? Capiche. So at this time in the northern kingdom of Israel, it was during, do you remember uh, uh, Jeroboam? Mm Mm-hmm. It was during this reign. So we're, we're kind of like going back a little bit, but it's still around the same bubble of time. Mm-hmm. And at this time, the elites are the richest they've ever been. Anyone who's already rich, it's kind of like what's happening now. Elon Musk just bought Twitter for $44 billion. Like, how oh, you just pull up $44 billion. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like at this time in the Northern Kingdom of Israel, the rich are so rich. And... Hosea makes now and it's not just in the book of Hosea in a lot of the Bible we hear that we see that when people amass a lot of wealth Mm -hmm. they end up distancing themselves from God or they begin um idolizing the things that they possess the possessions right yeah I think there was a very good point on one of our zoom calls with the patreons I think we were talking about this a while ago because it was related to a book that you posted and one of the patrons made a really really good point that it's like i think he said something like it's uh, the material possessions per se are not a bad thing of course the lord wants you to be you know uh not rich as in like riches and material things but like provided with yeah it's the idolatration the of idolatry yeah, the yeah. idolatry of the material things that kind of makes you lose the north and that's when it becomes bad Exactly. The Lord is a fabulous God. The Lord loves these things, right? And he 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 loves it when we see that we're taken care of and that we can take care of the next generations mm-hmm. and generations and generations to come. You can be wealthy and be of God and believe and have compassion and believe, and care for others and be a, a philanthropist, a philanthropist. Yeah. <laughs> English. Um but that's what was happening in the north. The rich were distancing themselves from God and creating new religions and worshiping new gods because yeah. of all this idol worshiping. And just like what's happened with other prophet books, the Lord calls on a prophet during these times in different regions, right? As like the Lord's soldiers, warriors, to show up and inform them and correct them, all right? Mm-hmm. In this case, we enter Hosea. Oh, that's a prophet, okay. Yeah. And... The Lord instructs Hosea, much like he's instructed other prophets. I mean, with Jonah, he instructed him to go to Nineveh, mm-hmm. which was an evil nation, to go prophesy in that evil nation. I mean, with Moses, he was to 
carry a whole people across a desert to the promised land. Like, you name it. The Lord assigns uh, um, specific prophets to do specific things that will give them the experience needed to impart the prophecy, right? Because I don't know about you, but if a prophet is going to talk to me, I want to hear, like, I want him to have lived through some stuff. You know what I mean? Like, mm. just like with a coach or a mentor or something. Like, if I see someone who's lost 180 pounds, who's an influencer, who's like found a new cool way to lift weights, and I don't know, and she's been able, or he, she or he has lost it themselves, I'm more inclined to be influenced by that person over someone who has always been fit and skinny. You know what I mean? Same thing. That's what the Lord, the Lord is intentional and he gives these prophets specific assignments to really like give, give their prophecies some foundation. And he told Hosea to marry a prostitute. That's right. The Lord instructs Hosea to marry a prostitute by the name of Gomer and together they have three kids although not explicitly said in the text you can infer that two of the three were not Hosea's biological children only one wasn't it was the first one and uh context clues here let's go into some scripture scripture Hosea chapter 1 verses 2 to 3 When the Lord first spoke through Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, go take to yourself a wife of whoredom and have children of whoredom for the land commits great whoredom by forsaking the Lord. So he went and took Gomer, the daughter of Dibliam, and she conceived and bore him a son. And the kids' names were... Why not? Jezreel, no mercy, and not my people. No mercy. The Hebrew word for no mercy and not my people. The Lord told him to name them that. (gasps) And then you tell me he no pity. Like, (laughs) hold on. My people. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, you're not about to do my Lord like that. No, put a pin on this because they're there. This all comes full circle. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But those were their names. And it all there's a reason. Listen until the end of this episode to find out. Girl, listen to the next chapter. It's about to come. It's very quick. Uh, um, (laughs) It's so funny because a bit later you see that in the same spot that the Lord tells Hosea, this is what you are to name these children. This is what you are to name. Is the same spot where he was cheated on. No. Oh, oh, sorry. But she... Hold on. Wow, you jumping the gun. Sorry. Clara. I'm like excited. But it's the same spot where he also redefines those names that's why i'm saying put a pin in that okay so let's hop back into some scripture hosea chapter 1 verses 4 to 7 and the lord said to him call his name jezreel for in just a little while i will punish the house of jehu for the blood of jezreel it was a city in the northern kingdom of israel and i will put an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. And on that day, I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. She conceived again and bore a daughter. And the Lord said to him, call her name, no mercy. For I will no, will I, for I will no more have mercy on the house of Israel to forgive them at all. But I will have mercy on the house of Judah and the South. And I will save them by the Lord, their God. I will not save them by bow or by sword or by war or by horses or by horsemen. 
And the Lord sa said, call his name, not my people, for you are not my people and I am not your God. Like I already said, don't fret about this. I just wanted to give you guys some scripture. All right. Well, this brings us to uh, the end of the book where uh, actually Gomer ends up leaving Hosea and the three kids for another man. Oh, boy. And so that she could trick. So she could trick without man. Like scam him? Or? No, 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 no. So uh, be tricked on. Like, you know, when people like... I, the way it's alluded to, because in the story it says that she owed that man money. I'm I'm assuming that she was like he was like a pimp to her. Oh, yeah. And it, the way that the text kind of, at least what was illuminated with to me was like she had done this before. This has been she was she was coming back to much like how a lot of us do when we go back to sin. It's typically sin we've already done. dabbled in or we've done or been a part of which makes it even harder you know so uh, uh chap we're in chapter two now and we see that the lord wants to get to the nitty-gritty to the root of this problem right and we're back on israel okay but you'll see that there are parallels between hosea and gomer and god and israel mm. there's a parallel here okay, okay? So much like Gomer's heart, right? Her, her, her heart was obviously corrupted by these urges that would bring a mother to leave her children and her husband, mm -hmm. right? Same with Israel. And the Lord knows that the only way he will have a people get to know him is if they want to love him. If they, not by things, not by uh, learning about him and thinking, hmm, I should, I should love him. I know this. I'm aware of this. No. By like actually transforming themselves, transforming their heart. That's the only way that they're going to allow the Lord to penetrate mm -hmm. their spirits. Long story long, the Lord instructs Hosea to go out and get his wife and fight for her back, to plead with her to come back. Oh, boy. How do we feel? How do we feel? Listen. That's Listen. a tough one. It's tough, but as a prophet, you always have to do what the Lord tells you to do. Scripture, Hosea chapter 2, verses 14 to 23. I'm going to skip around. Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak tenderly to her. This is Hosea of Gomer. Mm -hmm. And there I will give her her vineyards and make the valley of Acre a door of hope. And there she shall answer as in the days of her youth, as at the time when she came out of the land of Egypt. Parallels. Mm -hmm. And in that day, declares the Lord, you will call me my husband, and no longer will you call me my Baal. For I will remove the names of the Baals from her mouth, and they shall be remembered by name no more i'm gonna fast forward mm -hmm. and in that day i will answer declares the lord i will answer the heavens and they shall answer the earth and the earth shall answer the grain the wine and the oil and they shall answer jezreel and i will sow her for myself in the land and i will have mercy on no mercy and i will say to not my people you are my people 
and he shall say, you are my God. You see what I mean? Mm. So in the same place that the Lord instructed Hosea to name his children, you know, no, no mercy and not my people, is the same spot he tells him, no, their names are like, I will have mercy on you and you are my people. Mm -hmm. And it's a good reminder too that the Lord, like Hosea did with his wife, when he went there and he forgave her. And not only that, in that time, Hosea paid off the, any all the debts that she had for that other man. The other man. The man who was screwing his wife. You know? Oh, he paid his debts too? No, no, no. Her oh. debts to him. He oh, okay. paid them off. Okay. He said to he said to to Gomer, I will take care of all of this. A man who was scorned. Mm. You know what I mean? In a sense. That's the kind of mercy that the Lord has on his people. You know what I mean? It's that I think that the reason why the Lord has that humanized story in Hosea's story is so that we see sort of so we can humanize a little bit of like how God redeems us and saves us. God's God is a God of healing and saving, mm -hmm. right? And forgiveness ultimately. And um Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how he did it because I don't know how I could do that. Mm. I don't know if I could do that personally. That's why not you or I are prophets or could ever be because oh, trust it, me. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Actually, there's a line in Hosea, in the book of Hosea, maybe we'll run into it, where God says, I am God, I am not man. God is God, not man. He doesn't, like, there is no like pride where you know what i'm saying yeah I mean, but hosea is man what do you mean hosea the prophet is man. he's a man he's a man so you could imagine like, it's a tough thing to do i mean could you imagine walking on his way there to get his wife roll up to the other man's crib like here give her back yeah. give him a stack of uh Silver coins? I don't know. <laughs> Tomatoes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, give me back my wife. Here's all the money. You'll, she'll never have to owe you a thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, crazy. oh, man, that also makes me view Hosea in another light, too. He did this all because it was a part of his mission. It was his purpose to do this. Blind and he wasn't going to let... In God. Yeah, he wasn't going to let his pride or male ego, whatever, get in the way of that. Okay, now we're at chapter four of the book of Hosea. And Hosea is basically going down a laundry list of all of the sins and transgressions that Israel has committed against the Lord. Israel is currently living in the consequences of their sins. And Hosea is letting them know that Assyria is going to come and take them over, which we already know, like I said before, it's already happened. And in this book, Hosea refers to the northern kingdom of Israel as Ephraim, which may be confusing, all right? It is one of the tribes up there, but I think he uses it to reference the northern kingdom so that he can distinguish. When he says Israel, he's referring to both the north and the south. When he says Ephraim, he's only referring to the corrupt north, all right? Okay. Capiche? Capiche. Let's go into some scripture to hear more about how the Lord condemns the northern kingdom of Israel through Hosea. 
We are going to go to Hosea chapter 4, verses 6 to 11. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I reject you from being a priest to me. And since you have forgotten the law of your God, I also will forget your children. Now, knowledge is Hebrew for yada, which means a having a, a personal you know, knowledge, a relational knowledge, not some intellectual type knowledge, okay? It's like the difference between knowing about someone and knowing someone, you know? That's what it means. I'm trying to think of like the most famous people that I know. Sometimes I'll read the comments of things that they do and they're people that say the most outrageous things and I'm like, you have no idea who they are. Mm. You think you know, but you do not know. But that's the illusion though. It's kind of like God. Some people think they know God. You don't know. God. you know uh anywho the real tea is that the more the people in the northern kingdom of israel increased the more they sinned against god continuing on the scripture that we were reading before hosea chapter 4 verses 9 to 11 now and it shall be like people like priests I will punish them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. They shall eat, but not be satisfied. They shall play the whore, but not multiply. Because they have forsaken the Lord to cherish whoredom, wine, and new wine, which take away the understanding. Ah. <laughs> Hosea chapter six to seven, you know, people begin to make sacrifices to Yahweh because they're in deep pain. It's an act of desperation. They don't really want to get to know him. They're saying, oh my gosh, what's happening? Of course, it's beginning to happen. We already know like before war, you know, the atmosphere changes. And then all of a sudden they started sacrificing bulls and animals to, to God. <sighs> and here the Lord tells them, A.L., I do not care about the animals you're sacrificing if your heart isn't in it. And now we're going to fast forward a bit to chapter 11, which just so happens to be my favorite chapter of the book of Hosea. Because the Lord compares, Hosea compares a relationship with the Lord to that of the relationship between a father and a son. Let's go into some scripture to start us off we're going to go to hosea chapter 11 verses 1 to 5 when israel was a child i loved him and out of egypt i called my son the more they were called the more they went away they kept sacrificing to the baals and burning offerings to idols yet it was i who taught ephraim to walk I took them up by their arms, and they did not know what I, that I healed them. I led them with cords of kindness, with the bands of love, and I became to them as one who eases the yoke on their jaws. And I bent down to them and fed them. They shall not return to the land of Egypt, but Assyria shall be their king, because they have refused to turn to me. Here you have his heart burns, right? His heart, In this part of the chapter 11, his heart is kind of like burning and breaking for what's occurred. But this is why I love chapter 11 because he goes from like 
anger to pain like a parent does. And then he switches his tone here at Hosea chapter 11, verses 8 to 9. The Lord is saying, how can I give you up, O Ephraim? How can I hand you over, O Israel? How can I make you like Adba, Adma? How can I treat you like Zebo, Zeboim? Zeboim. Okay, so uh, high tangy, not high tangy. Adma and Zeboim uh, were nations that were surrounding Sodom and Gomorrah. You guys know Sodom and Gomorrah got burned down. They also got burned down too because of sin and corruption. Mm -hmm. They just didn't... Uh, uh, didn't get the front cover of the magazine. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyways, back to scripture. Um, my heart recoils within me. My compassion grows warm and tender. I will not execute my burning anger. I will not again destroy Ephraim, for I am God and not man, the Holy One in your midst. I will not come to wrath. Oh, that's so amazing. You know what I mean? Like how complex is the Lord? You literally have him be, have a shift. Like it, it reminds me high tangy of like when I of course, make my mom upset. You guys know I always talk about my mom and she will rip me a new one and she will let me have it, but she will always make sure that I'm fed. Mm. She'll have a, a hot plate for me waiting with a little napkin over it to cover it in the microwave or something. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like having, that's, that's what the Lord is saying there. And it feels so comforting to know that, uh, uh, while we're learning about the Lord's complexities and all those colors at the end of the day, it really is like a parent that kind of love. Oh, I don't know it. I'm not a parent yet, but I have a mom and I have a dad who adore me, you know, and want only want what's best for me. Mm -hmm. Even if it looks different from what I think about myself, I know that no, they, I know I want what's best for me and my parents. The only people that are matched for like what I want for me are my parents. Mm -hmm. They want what's best for me times 10 right. probably, you know? So that might not be the same thing, but it might not be the same thing, but it comes from the same place. Though. Yeah. 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 And honestly, from my experience, what my parents want for me is almost always better. They just don't know how to deliver it. Mm. The delivery is always messed up, but it's almost always better for mm. me. I would have never said that at 20 or 21. <laughs> I would have never said that, but like. You're getting wiser. The, the older you get, man, you realize, oh, yeah, they were right. This whole book is structured in such a way where it tethers Hosea's personal story and it's sandwiched, you know, and the meat of it is poetry, uh, conveying the sins of Israel and the Lord's judgment over Israel always ending on you know a dollop of hope for a better future through relationship with god through that kind of redemption through that salvation um praise jesus uh and in chapter 13 there's this lovely uh, um verse where the lord like kind of pleads with the people well hosea is pleading kind of like how he ple pleaded with his wife and bringing her back. Uh, we have Hosea chapter 13 verses four to six. But I am the Lord, your God from the land of Egypt. You know, no God, but me. And besides, and besides me, there is no savior. It was I who knew you in the wilderness, in the land of drought. But when they had grazed, they became full. They were filled and their heart was lifted up. 
Therefore, they forgot me. It's so easy to fill other parts of ourselves and confuse that for God. Ah, oh, it's so easy to forget him. It almost feels like more challenging to get to know him. But once you put the effort in, man. Mm. Anywho, at this point, by the end of the book, Jose is like pleading with them. Like, come back. There'll always be a seat for you at the table if you come back and redeem. Mm. And, and he is the ultimate redeemer. Be redeemed. Allow yourself to be redeemed. Anywho. You know, terminate the things out of your life that aren't for you. I'm talking to myself. I, I feel I feel so fake because I'm like, oh, I'm not even doing them myself. But I mean, as I'm saying them, I'm like, that's all I got to do. It feels like what I got to do. You know? Maybe it's a lesson for you. It is. It always is. Mm -hmm. It's always a freaking lesson for me. I don't know. Cut the toxicity. Cut the toxicity, man. Okay. Well, now we're at chapter 14, and it's this beautiful poem, gorgeous poem. Claire, can I read it? Okay. Thank you. For Will sure. you let me read it? For sure, Mama. Go on. All right. Before we wind down this episode, it's a short little part of the, the chapter. It's the last half, and it's amazing. So buckle up. Grab your snacks. Hosea chapter 14, verses 4 to 9. I will heal their apostasy. I will love them freely, for my anger has turned from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall blossom like the lily. He shall take root like the trees of Lebanon. His shoots shall spread out. His beauty shall be like the olive, and his fragrance like Lebanon. They shall return and dwell beneath my shadow. They shall flourish like the grain. They shall blossom like the vine. Their fame shall be like the wine of Lebanon. O oh, Ephraim, what have I to do with idols? It is I who answer and look after you. I am like an evergreen cypress. From me comes your fruit. Whoever is wise... Let him understand. Whoever is discerning, let him know them. For the ways of the Lord are right, and the upright walk in them, but transgressors stumble in them. Mm, that is rich. Mm. That's rich. Um, and beautiful. So poetic. Some of these writers, you get, you get to see kind of like, the different writing styles of That's these prophets cool. and Hosea is nothing short of like, he would be like the, like a rapper, like the best lyrical rapper of all time. Like it is I who answer and look after you. I am like an evergreen cypress from me comes your fruit. <sighs> Oof, I love it. You love all that goodness. You love all that. It came from me. Anywho. I'm ready to get into this week's moral of the story. If you are, 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 are you ready? Claire, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do this. Moral of the story is God's love is bigger than our sins or mistakes. God's love for us, his creation, is bigger 
than any of our sins or mistakes. And I'm going to double down on this and say that the Lord is high-key mad patient. It doesn't take a genius to understand the parallel being drawn between Hosea and Gomer's relationship and the relationship between God and a fallen Israel. Homer's story brings the human element needed to understand God in all of his complexity when dealing with the people that continuously reject him. God's message to Israel through Hosea's story is a message to all of us. God's love is bigger than our past transgressions. God's love is bigger than our pride. God's love is bigger than our guilt and shame. You name it. And I'm going to say this one time for my brothers and sisters. But Jesus Christ did that. He did the heavy lifting for us so that we could be saved. All we have to do is seek a relationship. And once you experience that big love, even if it's just a taste, you can come back home. Where there is true knowledge of God, there is always hope. And it's never too late to learn. Hey, Father, how'd I do? Aw, thanks. Yeah, man, I'm trying to see the positive side of things, you know? Even though I am living with a gang of roaches, I have a roof over my head, a podcast producer that loves me, mm-hmm. people that tune in and listen. Wow, so much to be thankful for. But the roach was on my toothbrush, God. What am I going to do with that? I had to throw the whole thing out. Oh, no, oh, no, oh.